99.1 The Sports Animal breaks down the beautiful game. Benchmark Physical Therapy brings you the starting 11. Will West and Chris Carroll bring you the top 11 topics in the world of association football each week. Now, let's go to the studio for the starting 11. Starting 11 on 99.1, the sports animal. Will West and Chris Carroll with you with our first actual broadcast on the radio. Chris did a podcast last week to get things going with the show. Every Wednesday night from 7 p.m. until 8 p.m., we will talk soccer right here on 99.1, the sports animal. Chris Carroll, my co-host. Chris, how are you, sir? I'm great, thanks, Will. How are you doing, mate? Doing very well. For the radio audience that maybe didn't get a chance to listen to the podcast last week, can you give us a little bit of a background about yourself? Yep, sure. I'm uh, originally from Wolverhampton in England home of the world-famous Wolves. Perhaps not so world-famous, but uh, <laughs> things are going pretty well for Wolves this season, so I'm um, living the dream at the moment. After there you go. years of, uh, of the barren land, um, I've been in Knoxville now for eight years, coach youth soccer, and we've got a company called Carroll Sports Academies. We see about 1,000 kids a week in schools and the communities uh, around Knoxville and Maryville. And, um, yeah, it's great to be here. That is fantastic. And if somebody wants to, do you do individual instruction, team instruction, all of the above? How does that work? All of the above, yeah. Work with individuals, teams, and if anybody just wants to come along to our community academy, if you're starting out from the ages of three right the way up to, well, right through teens, um, we'll be happy to work with you. How does somebody get a hold of you if they want to? It's carolsportsacademies.com. Carol, C-A-R-R-O-L-L. That's carolsportsacademies.com. All right, here's how the starting 11 works. The top 11 points and topics in the world of soccer each and every single week. Point number one is our transfer talk, Chris. Which moves so far in this transfer window have you liked the most? I think the one that's made the biggest immediate impact uh, has been a goalkeeper. It's been Pepe Reina going to Villa. And normally you look for goal scorers or, you know, your high-profile midfield players. Um, and, and the Villa players have said it's been fantastic working with, with Rainer behind them. He's had two games so far. They've drawn one and won one. So it's looking good for Villa right now. Yeah, and for, to replace a guy like Tom Heaton, who's, you know, been, been in goal for England, you know what I mean, in, the, yeah. in, in recent years. That, Absolutely. That is a tough bill, and they lose him for the season, and it, it ends up with a fantastic uh, signing in, in Pepper Rainier. Yeah, it just shows what an experienced goalkeeper can bring bring to a defense especially. I mean, he's got experience with Barcelona, Villarreal, Bayern Munich, you know, Liverpool, of course. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, that would be my uh, standout transfer so far. I, I'm going to go with the one that happened earlier uh, in the week, Stephen Bergwijn, going to Tottenham from uh, PSV. Five goals, ten assists through just 16 pe- appearances for the Dutch side. Tottenham needs somebody who can put the biscuit in the basket. They have three goals the entire uh, the entire year, <laughs> calendar year 2020 in the month of January. And frankly, Gio Lecheslo was responsible for creating two of those spots, and one of them happened to just be a breakaway that you kind of got a little lucky uh, strike on it. So I, I I like that Bergwijn is coming in from PSV. I they need somebody else, and I think that what that probably means is they don't have to play Sessegnon nearly as much. He's not ready. You don't have to play Sessegnon. You can have Son at one wing. You can have Bergwijn at the other wing. You can play Mora um, at, at striker for right now if you don't find a deal for another striker. And they also in the process of announcing that move announced Christian Eriksen gone now uh, to enter. And they mm. will uh, go ahead and pick up Gio Lecheslo's loan. It's now become a permanent move as well. So a lot of movement from Tottenham uh, earlier in the week. The one I like the most is picking up Bergwijn, though. Yep, yeah, I'm with you on that one. That, that's a good one, too. Your thoughts on Ericsson making the move? I think he just had to go. His time was gone. Apparently, him and his wife wanted something different to London. So he sounds like he's got a he's, he's got what he wanted. There's no point in him hanging around and yeah. keeping him around if he's just if he's not happy. Yeah, there's no point for Tottenham to sit and try to quibble over a, a couple million pounds at this point. Like, and that that's kind of where we were by the end of this thing. It, it was smartly Tottenham waits to announce that the transfer has been completed until they uh, complete a deal with Gio Lecheslo. So Lecheslo is is in. Ericsson is out. And I think Tottenham fans feel good about it. You got as good of a deal, I think, Levy did as you possibly can get. Any other moves that have caught your eye during this transfer window so far? There's been rumor of Gareth Bale going, and I think the the one that needs to be made, I'd love to see Gareth Bale go to Spurs. Yeah. I really would go, or anywhere in the Premier League, quite frankly, because I'd love to see him in the Premier League. 
he would uh, I know he's injury prone a little bit but I think the quality that he would bring to a team is amazing yeah I, I, I thought that that was going to be a move that they were going to make right yeah. it just seemed like uh, Erickson for Bell straight swap that was on the table it seemed like earlier in January yeah. not something that the two sides could get done is there one transfer move that you look at that needs to be made is that the one that you think that, still needs to be made yeah that's the one I think needs to be made I'd like to say I think Spurs are still a little light and and I think he would really add to the uh, add to their uh, to their team. Yeah, I, I one that I would like to see made is Villa's got to do something else too, right? They mm-hmm. they they can't be relegated. They're up against the cusp of it. If Watford or Norwich seem to figure this out, Villa's another team that I look at that I just think can Jack Grealish really single handedly mm-hmm. drag this uh, this group uh, and keep them out of relegation? So a striker, somebody to to replace Wesley, who was the record breaking signing this past summer, who's out. They've got to do something, I think, in that regard, right? Yeah, Grealish is trying, isn't he? Credit, yeah. credit to him, bless him. He's, he's really he's giving it everything. But yes, they. Uh, I, I think they'll. I think they will escape. I think they'll be okay. Um, but yes, absolutely, they need somebody. They need somebody. Um, some backup for sure. All right, well, let me ask you this: Why? Why are most of the moves made so late in this window? Oh, it's the dance, isn't it? It's the money dance. Yeah. So you know, you leave his. You know, he's not known for opening his wallet and he just going, not. oh, 50 million? Yeah, here it is. <laughs> you know, he's going to wait for it to try and come down to, to 20 million, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's just the last, the, the dance until the last day and then the flurry. Yeah. Do, do you think that, and it does seem to be a flurry that happens the last couple of days. Friday, the window will close, yeah. right? And then uh, so we'll have matches on Saturday. Yeah. Do you look at it, and um, in, in your opinion, because I saw a piece at The Athletic this morning that said one, one writer argues it's historically it's not worth it to really spend big during the January transfer window. Do you agree with that? In a way, yeah. I think it's a bit of a gamble because you don't know what you're getting in a lot of... Well, you're gambling on what you're getting in a lot of cases because the main stars aren't going in January. The big hitters aren't going in January because um, they're not going to go to your... to get a, They're not going to go to a club where they have a chance of being relegated. So they don't want to play in the championship next year. So that's a gamble for the player to make the move. So you're looking at your nineteen, twenty million dollar players, which I know that sounds a lot of money, but it's really not these days. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's a gamble now to to be moving. I think in January, isn't there something too? Probably also, you don't know how long it's going to take a guy to be able to get become ingrained in your system, work with your players, build a rapport with the other guys that are out there on the pitch with him. Mm-hmm. And so, if you spend a lot of money for a guy in January and the fans don't see that pay dividends until mid-April, how angry of a fan base do you have? Then a lot of people saying you've just made a horrible decision. That's not right. this guy, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just too late, and then you're down. Point number two is uh, oil money in the EPL. The report coming out this week, Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund in talks to purchase Newcastle United. How has oil money, in your opinion, changed the EPL? Oh, it's turned it on its head. It's really, it, it's it, it's transformed it. Oh, wouldn't Newcastle fans be delighted if this, oh, yeah. if this comes off? You know, the years of misery they've had in turmoil. So they're, they're really not happy. But, but I mean, it, it happened in um, 2008 was the, was the biggie with Manchester City. Yeah. And look at the difference that's made, right? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. Chelsea no. in two thousand three, right, was another one that yeah. kind of that was a game changer for that uh, for that team. Yeah, just turned both both teams were bouncing around and financially unstable, and then somebody comes in like that, multi billionaire, and and all of a sudden, two or three years later, soccer the soccer uh, scene looks completely different. Yeah. So it, it seems like so. I, I I heard an argument, and really, it's something that we'll get to uh, a little bit in just a second, but. That with the the influx of oil money, everybody has money right now. Really, with the exception of the teams that don't have the mm-hmm. oil, have the influx of oil money. But you look at uh, PSG with Qatar, the number of the amount of money that they make with them. You mm-hmm. look at uh, Chelsea, it's Russian oil money that's involved there, and then Man City, of course, the one that you mentioned that was the big one there. Mm-hmm. That's uh, look at the game changer that that made that you end up pretty much being able to buy a one hundred you know a team that's able to get one hundred points in a Premier League season. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that the UEFA's financial fair play rules? Have, are they working? Or is it just if you have oil money, you go buy whatever you want to, and if you don't have oil money, good luck to you? It's a tricky one because if you're supporting a team that, that's got one of those uh, <laughs> one of those benefactors, <laughs> then it's all well and good. As a Wolves fan, I used to be absolutely against it. And, yeah. now, and now it's not oil money, but it's Chinese money that's coming to Wolves, multi, a billionaire, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, this is okay. <laughs> so I think, it, you know, I, I tend to go with, if you've got it, use it. Yeah, uh, and that's life, you know. And it, what what comes around goes around, and uh, the fittest survive. 
Yeah, and, and right now that's what we're seeing, right? If you're if you're able to get that, but what? So, but what we're also seeing is you're seeing more foreign investors come into English yeah, soccer. Yeah, uh, there's talk that maybe even the Kraft family that owns uh, the New England Patriots could purchase a portion of the uh, the Tottenham Hotspur. So mm-hmm. it's, I mean, you're just seeing a lot of these clubs that it's made an enormous difference in England. Certainly, the owner of the club used to be perhaps the local businessman who'd come good and was worth a few million. Yeah, and he was from that town or that city and and they did okay and they they had the money to survive year to year and and grow you know just grow as they as they went and teams were up and down and there were many more teams in 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 the mix you know so any any one of the premier league teams could win the premier league that year and going back to the first division at the time yeah uh and and so it it seemed like a a level playing field then and uh, Manchester United always always had more money than or seemed like it anyway always had more money than everybody else Liverpool were very successful but uh, but I remember Manchester United they had their, their their relegation and back up way you know way back in the I think it was in the mid 70s um they were down and then back up again didn't last long but but yeah it was a level playing field uh with the local the local uh, local millionaire, and he was often a fan of the club, and yeah. it, was, it was his passion. Uh, I mean, now it's just yeah, uh, now it's it, just it's yeah. all corporate it, oil it, money involved, everything like that. Well, there's 15 billionaires now owning wow. tw- 20 of the Premier League teams. Goodness, yeah, that's so, incredible. So yeah, you you your millionaires are, are chicken feed now. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> They're not in the day on the starting eleven. Liverpool are they already among the greatest teams of all time? And what do they have to do to cement themselves as the greatest? Mm. They're close, but I don't think they're there. Wait, I can think, can yeah. I go through the list, right? Absolutely. If I said this Liverpool, Arsenal's Invincibles. Well, they haven't won as many on the bounce yet as Arsenal have. Okay. Arsenal won 49, Liverpool are at 40 right now. Arsenal won the, obviously won the, they won the league. Then, they and did. Liverpool have yeah. not yet. And they went well, undefeated, they're, they're, right? They're going to. Liverpool still has a couple months to, to yeah. figure that out, right? Yeah, and, and the Invincibles... Arsenal at the time are winning more Premier Leagues. You know they're winning winning more trophies than Liverpool have. I think when you're talking greatest of all time, I think you've got to be winning lots of trophies. So, so a lot of silver. Yeah. Like so, even when you're talking about FA Cup, Carabao Cup, you know what I mean, the Champions yeah. League, things like that, uh, even more yeah, so. Yeah, I mean Premier League, Champions League. Yeah, on on two years, three years. Then you're looking at like the, like the Liverpool team. I mean, I keep going back, but in the 70s, Liverpool won five titles in the 70s. Yeah. 72, 75, 76, 78, 79. Now, there's going to be a core of players that run through those years, 75 to 79. There'll be a core. Now, that's a team. That's an unbelievable team. Um, I know there'll be players on the fringes who come and go. They also won two European Cups in the 70s. Yeah. You know, that... That's greatest teams of all time. They, they'd be they'd be right. That's what you're looking at, as far as I'm concerned. Man City Centurions, this Liverpool team or Man City a couple of years ago? Hmm. Man City, I think. Okay. Because they seem more. Liverpool seem like they keep escaping. They, yes, they, over they, and over again. Yeah, Man City seem more invincible, more yeah. dominant. It and, was and teams, inev- it was inevitable. That's what a yeah, Man City was. Teams right? didn't get chances against Man City. They they, they, they weren't getting chances to score. Teams are getting chances against Liverpool, and then other where it's easier to score than miss, and teams are missing, and Liverpool and then score in the last in the ninety fourth minute, and they're yeah, winning. Yeah, so the guy misses a wide open goal for the Wolves, <laughs> right? Right, you know what I mean? In the ninety second minute against yeah. Liverpool just last week, right? That, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I know. So happened with Tottenham as well. Yeah, and um, and for the for the for those who don't know, you're a Tottenham guy, right? I am a Tottenham uh, guy. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. right. I am a I am a Tottenham <laughs> fan, and if they listen to this station, they're aware yeah. that I'm a Tottenham fan because uh, <laughs> yeah. I make it as evident as humanly possible. All right, <laughs> a final one. Uh, Man United, ninety eight, ninety nine. They're not Liverpool, aren't there? Yeah, they're not there. Okay. No, no, man, that's one of the greatest teams of all time. I I've, I heard the argument this past week that since the influx of oil money, competition is mm-hmm. tougher as far as. Everybody can afford to pay players at this point, and there was a time that that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. Does that hold water to you? The, the competition's tougher, so Liverpool's already better than Arsenal's Invincibles and Man United in ninety eight, ninety nine. No, I don't think. I think you have to compare it to what they do at the time and who else is around them. And you know, I think they're playing not exactly like for like with all the clubs here. But um, I think I think it's I think it's difficult to say that there's more money now, so it's it's harder now for more money for everybody now, so it's harder now. I think it's all relative to the time time period. That's Chris Caroline, Will West. This is the starting eleven ninety nine one, the sports animal. Hi, I'm Kaylin Cole, defender at Powell High School and the O two O three girls premier soccer team at Crush. And these are your news and notes for the starting eleven. 
Tottenham announced they have sold midfielder Christian Eriksen to enter for £16.9 million. Eriksen spent six and a half years for the team in North London. Spurs also announced the permanent signing of midfielder Giolo Cheslo and the signing of Steven Bergwijn from PSV in the Dutch League. Manchester United has reportedly completed a deal for sporting midfielder Bruno Fernandes pending a physical. And finally, Nashville Mayor John Cooper says infrastructure costs for Nashville SC's new stadium have gone well above projections and delayed construction on the project. Workday Payday is making listeners $1,000 richer four times a day. It's all about the money. Oh, thank you. That is awesome. Thank you. That is awesome. We're making thousand airs. I'm Nadia. My name is Alan, and I'm $1,000 richer. Just for listening to the radio. Workday Payday has your money at 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 2 p.m., and 4 p.m. Set your Benchmark has more advanced certified clinicians than anyone in the region and outcomes that exceed national standards. Benchmark therapists know the importance of establishing trust with their patients. With over 30 locations in the Knoxville area, we have one close to you, including Lenore City, Powell, Hardin Valley, and two locations on Chapman Highway. Visit BenchmarkPT.com for a location near you. Toyota Knoxville had record-breaking sales in 2019, which means a record number of trade-ins in January. Our goal is to sell 120 by January 31st. Shop 500 pre-owned vehicles with sale prices up to 50% off the original MSRP. That's half off. Quality pre-owned vehicles start as low as $55.98. Many come with our exclusive lifetime warranty at no charge. A non-factory limited powertrain warranty with unlimited miles. Record-breaking sales in 2019 means a record number of trade-ins in January. Don't miss your chance to start the new year in a newer pre-owned vehicle. Most with a lifetime warranty from just $55.98. Hurry, sale ends January 31st. Toyota Knoxville, I-40 and the Lovell Road exit. ToyotaKnoxville.com. Welcome home. Example 2007 Toyota Sienna, stock number 257A. Prices plus tax tag license and includes 689 dealer fee. Vehicle subject to prior sale. See dealer for complete details. Offer ends 131.20. Hey Knoxville, Tim Pearson here, founder of Chattanooga Whiskey. For this upcoming decade, I'd like to offer up a new decade resolution. Don't drink more, drink better. Chattanooga Whiskey 111 is the only Tennessee high malt, and this small batch bourbon won double gold at the SIP Awards. Made from four grains and three select specialty malts, and unfiltered from the barrel, Chattanooga Whiskey 111 brings unrivaled richness and complexity. But don't take my word for it. Try it for yourself. Drink Chattanooga Whiskey. Enjoy responsibly. You may think the days of having an active, fulfilling love life are over, but that's because you haven't caught the wave yet. Regardless of your age or medical history, WaveTech Medical can put an end to your erectile dysfunction and get you back in the game. No surgery, no needles, and no constantly taking pills and crossing your fingers. WaveTech Medical uses proven, advanced acoustic wave technology to restore sexual vitality. WaveTech Medical's U.S. patented medical technology has delivered unprecedented results by generating blood vessels and erectile tissue with short in-office sessions. Drug-free, surgery-free, and needle-free. Call and set up a consultation today at 865-761-4401 or visit wavetechmedical.com. That's wavetechmedical.com. This revolutionary, proven, and patented treatment is simple and effective and there are no painful side effects or risks involved. And WaveTech Medical is conveniently located in Bearden at the Meridian Trust Building. Hey guys, it's time for you to catch the wave. WaveTechMedical.com. At University Eye Specialists, we're proud to call Knoxville home. We've been serving this community since 1935 and have cared for the UT Athletics Department since 1978. We pride ourselves on delivering the most comprehensive eye care in East Tennessee. Eye care is personal to us, just like our community. At University Eye Specialists, we're helping you live life in focus. To learn more, visit us at universityeye.com.
Looking for children's soccer coaching outside of the club scene? Carroll Sports Academies has been coaching soccer for over 18 years. Their professional coaches keep it fun and build confidence while providing structured classes. Years of experience has helped shape their fun soccer curriculum, which prepares players for competition. Never played before? No problem. Beginners and experienced players are welcome. They truly believe children of any age should receive quality soccer coaching. Check out their website, carolsportsacademies.com. And now, back to the starting 11. Brought to you by Benchmark Physical Therapy. Online at BenchmarkPT.com. 99.1 The Sports Animal. This is the starting 11. Will West and Chris Carroll with you. Our new soccer show right here on The Animal. You can always catch the podcast as soon as the show is over. 99.1 TheSportsAnimal.com or on the Sports Animal app. We'll also share those to the old social medium sites and Ed Ogeron's Twitter machine, the whole nine yards. All right, point number four is where we are right now, and that is last week, if anyone missed the podcast, we solved what was wrong with Arsenal. We solved what was wrong with Tottenham. You're welcome, Arsenal and Tottenham fans. <laughs> this week, it's Man United. Chris, what is wrong with Manchester United? Well, they've been through it lately, haven't they? And um, again, as a, as a, if you like, lowly Wolves fan, it's kind of uh, it's kind of nice to say to uh, the likes of, I've got nothing against Manchester United, but the likes of Manchester United fans, welcome to the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Join the rest of us. But on the face of it, I think they're coming out of it now. On the face of it, it doesn't look too bad. When you look at oh, it looks good. When you look at um, the names of the forwards now, Rashford, Martial, Mason Greenwood coming through, midfield, McTominay, Daniel James, Pereira, Lingard, Mata, and then your defenders, Aaron Bissaka, Jones, Maguire, Lindelof, Brandon Williams, who, who looks a real superstar in the making, Brandon Williams. Th- those names, sure, those names look like a good squad, but they, I think they're just disorganised. Yeah, and they, you don't know when you, what you're going to get from one game to the next. So, for example, Liverpool they have a style of play. Manchester City have a style of play. Manchester United don't know don't have I don't a style know what of you're play. Doing, yeah, you, you don't. It looks like they're kind of making it up as they're going along. Um, and, and back in the day, you knew how Man United were going to play when you got Giggs and Beckham and etc. You know, it was it was a fast attacking game, uh, but now they just if it comes off, it's great, and then they're kind of wondering what to do next. If it doesn't, then they they they're back to back to back to not knowing. It, it looks similar though to what we saw under Jose Mourinho, though, right? Where, under Solskjaer right now, the right. The, the, the new manager. Um, it have they even maybe regressed, even though it is the same talent. So the question that I have whenever I'm watching Man United is a lot of that. And I don't know where it comes from. You can speak to whether that's a coaching situation or player Mm -hmm. leadership situation. It seems like this, the island of misfit toys a little bit, like Mm -hmm. this hodgepodge of mismatched pieces that sound really good individually. But when you put them all together, they don't, they're not complimentary. Am I wrong there? No, I don't think, I don't think you're far off there at all. I think, um, I think it is a, it's a leadership. I think it's down to management. I think so. I think. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer seems a nice guy. Now you you can't see him putting any fear into the players though. Yeah. Um, um, Mourinho, you could see him putting fear in, but you couldn't. You can't see him players going, yeah, you know what, we'll get behind this guy yeah. and do that as well. He's, you can see them, him losing the entire locker room because right. of that fear yeah. he's stealing very very quickly. Yeah. yeah. So so I think I think you've got to get the right leader in there. I mean, th- those players, the names that we just we just mentioned. They're unbelievable players yeah. individually. Now, if you can't get a tune out of those, somebody's got to be able to get a get a tune out of those. So that's the question I have. We're we're at manager number two, right? So if you go get right. Pochettino, which is what most Man United fans want at this point, is seemingly at least the vocal portion of that fan mm-hmm. base. They want Pochettino, right? It, it, can Pochettino fix this? Because we're he would be number three, right? They would try to fix, you know, I guess this same core anyway mm-hmm. that Man United has right now. I also ask this question. Can Manchester United high press the way that Pochettino wants them to? I think they should be able to. Okay, yeah. I think they should be the players that they've got. That their young fit fit team. I think absolutely they should. Okay, yeah. Do you but, think? Do you think it would work with what Pochettino wants to do, and that he could be the answer? I do. I okay. do. Yeah, I really do. I mean, he seems to be very, really popular with the Tottenham players. Um, some of his decisions at the end of his days were a bit questionable. Yeah. I do think it's easier for him to deal with younger players too because he demands so much from a fitness perspective right. that maybe sometimes when a guy's 27 and there's overuse at that point and he's been hearing it for six years, it become, it become a little, it falls on deaf ears at some mm-hmm. point in time. Right. But with having this, this as young, especially if the front line is, for uh, for Manchester United, I do wonder would they probably respond to this just a little bit? Yeah, I think I, I think they would. I think they're just, if they're, 
if they're given um, they're given a system, they're organised, they get an identity of, of the team, they all know what they're doing. I, I think they're there ready to go. They just need organising. So, so do you think, at the end of the day, not that we're trying to call for someone's job, but if Solskjaer's out and Pochettino's in, the ship gets righted for the most part. If it was me, I would. Yeah, yeah, I would. I think it, I, I think there's been too much time with Solskjaer now with 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 no improve, well, little improvement. Yeah, or frankly, regression. At this yeah. point, you're at Manchester United. You've lost more than you've won. Right. That's yeah. not acceptable. Yeah. At no. the end of the day. All right. Point number five: American soccer. Why is it so far behind the rest of the world? And the question came up this week because Kobe Bryant once asked the question when he was doing a tour of the uh, of the Premier League. He asked, "Okay, what if the best American athletes played soccer?" In your opinion, would just having the best, is that the problem with American soccer is that our best athletes play football and basketball, not soccer? To a degree, I, I do. But I think it's it's down to a, a number of factors. I, th- I think history comes into it big time. I think what's, when kids in England go out, or, or well, I can't speak for anyone else, I'll speak for England, for example, when they go out to the park, they're playing pickup soccer. They drop jerseys down as, as goals, and they'll be out for hours just playing pickup soccer. And they'll be pretending to be Harry Kane or Wayne Rooney or whoever. You know, they'll be they'll they'll be trying to emulate their their idols. I don't believe that that's happened, and that's gone on for generations, way before me, um, even way before me. <laughs> um, but over here, I think it's pick up basketball. Yeah, if I'm right, it is. I don't think it's so much pick up soccer. Mm-hmm. So, and and then they're being, you know, the basketball idols instead. So I think. And then that's when you come to you, soccer loses those athletes to basketball and the other teams. So because the history isn't there of soccer, where the kids are just going, hey, let's go play soccer, the history is basketball or football or baseball, then your natural athletes may be inclined to go to your traditional American sports first. When you look at the the infrastructure that we have in place here, I know one thing that a lot of people have pointed to with the Atlanta United that has led to some of their success was they they have really put an emphasis on the academy that they have yeah. there. The the academy situation in the United States right now, is it up to par with the academies around the world? Or is it at least on track to become up to par? It's good that it's in, it's in place now and the American teams are, are, are doing that now because that's been missing. Um, that's been missing for the last few years. Um, your the route to American sport, uh, professional sport traditionally has been high school, college, pro. Yeah, and but that doesn't work in soccer because uh, around the world it's high school, pro. Yeah. You miss out that college those those three or four years while you're at college. You're missing out on playing with the men, if you like, in inverted commas. You know, um, Wayne Rooney was 16 when he made his debut for Everton. So he was, I don't think he even finished high school, you know, (laughs) he was just gone, Yeah, you know, and, 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 and playing, playing, playing with the guys. And, and there's a lot, if he's not 60, lots of 16, 17, 18, 19 year old kids in inverted commas are are playing men's soccer. The soccer kid from Arsenal, killing it the last season. Absolutely. He's been fantastic, 17 years old. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if he was at college, he would, you know, high school right now. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's a it's a different system. I know kids from the states now are going over to to Germany. I know there's a there's a pathway there where they're going to German German clubs. Um, um, some of I think there's a visa issue with going to England. I think there's an an easier way to to get to Germany visa wise. So, um, but but there is a a, a a pathway there now where younger kids and I know it's a big step to leave to leave home at 16 17 and go and live abroad that's that's an issue um with you know and they're not signing big contracts to do that either yeah. so there's no guarantees they may be back at 18 or 19 you know and and released and that's that's tough to uh, tough to take yeah, with with title 9 the way that it's set in and I'm not saying the title 9 is a bad thing within you know American colleges there aren't a lot of men's soccer teams no. around the nation either, right? The University of Tennessee, right where we're at right now, doesn't have a men's soccer team. Right. So it isn't as if you have a ton of opportunity if you are a quality high school player to then go improve yourself and and make it, you know, from college to the MLS, and then maybe you can go somewhere else abroad as well if you have that opportunity. It's just not there right now, right? No, no, there's no other options, um, unfortunately. And that's a big difference as well because there's a big network of teams Certainly in England, below the professional level, so you've got this, you've got a, a a whole slew of semi-professional teams, then and there might be six of those leagues, and they all do promotion, relegation, 
and they're all trying to work up to the promised land of the of the Premier League. Yeah. So, guys who are playing semi-pro at 18, 19, even in early 20s, 21, 22, they're playing with the, the men, and they get a chance of getting spotted to go into the in, into a Premier League, you know, like uh, Jamie Vardy, for example. He, he was playing semi-pro when, when he, he signed for Leicester. So, but, but there's a myriad of leagues and teams below those semi-pro that aren't even semi-pro, and, it, and every town has, has, has a network of, of leagues and teams where young guys are playing, and they might be 15, 16, 17, or even 30, and they're learning from those 30-year-olds, and then they've got an opportunity of moving on up. Do, do you, when you look at, okay, so if the, if the United States, let's say if the USL and, and MLS work together to create that re- relegation and you would have those two leagues that one would feed into the other league, is that something that maybe would improve the quality of the competition that we have in the U.S.? Yeah, and I, and I think, I'm sure they do have a, they do watch the likes of Tampa Bay, you know, the MLS teams will yeah. watch Tampa and there'll be, there'll be an opportunity to buy, uh, buy those players uh, and have those guys move up. It's what you get then below Tampa Bay. Yeah. You know, and and below that, you know, um, for example, it would be fantastic if there was a, a if if Carnes had a team and Bearden had a team and Farragut a men's team. I'm talking about now, um, and and it'd be a kind of local Knoxville Knoxville league, and then those those players have an opportunity and they feed into the semi pro and into the Knoxville team, and then Knoxville, you know, and on on it goes. So that you've got that you've got that bottom of that pyramid that that and it can you can move on up that pyramid as a player, so. If you if you don't make it, or if you don't immediately get into the USL, then you've got somewhere else to play and improve, and you're getting good coaching, and, you, and you're playing with perhaps ex pros who've moved down, and they're teaching you. So there's, there's thousands and thousands of players in Europe who are playing in those leagues, who who have a chance of moving on up, you know. And uh, that that it's it, and again that's because of history and tradition and and culture. That's Chris Carroll. I'm Will West. This is the Starting 11 991 The Sports Animal. Trust your sight to the eye care team that keeps the Vols in focus. University eye specialists. From routine eye exams, glasses and contacts, to LASIK, cataracts and other surgical procedures, you can count on University Eye Specialists. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville and Morristown. Request an appointment today at UniversityEye.com. University Eye Specialists. Proud to serve the UT Athletics Department since 1978. CBD Plus USA has taken over the Knoxville area with a new store at Kingston Pike to serve you. Stop by and visit us today at our new location, now open on Kingston Pike in West Knoxville. Our high-quality, organic CBD products are backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Plus, first-time customers can get a 500-milligram bottle of 100% active CBD for just $19.99. CBD Plus USA. Live your best life. Is your heating and air unit on its last legs? Don't take a chance on it. Call Chansey and Reynolds. They've worked hard on becoming the big dog of heating and cooling, offering fair prices and working with honesty and integrity. And affordable heat and air repairs just one call away, 525-5076. Chansey and Reynolds, your full-service ream dealer, locally owned and in business since 1978. The big dog of heating and cooling. The big dog. Monthly service fees apply. Authorization, enrollment, and activation activities are required to receive all services. Contact institution for details. So how are we doing today, Mr. Johnson? Anesthetic working? Oh, oh, me? I'm having a great day. I just opened a Kasasa cash account. It gives me refunds on ATM withdrawal fees nationwide, free checking, cash rewards, and takebacks. Takebacks? I mean, who wouldn't? Oh, Whoops. Uh, speaking of takebacks. Take back banking and ATM withdrawal fees nationwide with free Kasasa cash. Stop by your neighborhood commercial bank and ask for Kasasa or visit CBTN. Need replacement windows, siding, or doors? Trust CRS Exteriors for fair, honest pricing every time. None of that price it up, price it down stuff. Just top quality products and service from locally owned CRS, the exclusive dealer for Superior Infinity from Marvin Windows. And CRS offers 12 months interest-free financing with no money down. 865-670-8823 or crsexteriors.com. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. 
Here's some music to get you pumped. Da down da down da down da down dang dang. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Da down da down. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Excuse me, Captain. This is your wake up call from the new track phone wireless. Uh, what's that now? What if you had to fly this plane while sitting back in the cabin? I wouldn't have any control. Well, that's what it's like going with some wireless companies, but track phone wireless gives you control. Hmm. Get unlimited talk and text on America's best 4G LTE network starting at $20 a month, no contract. Plus, unlimited carryover data with active service. That's cool, but how'd you get in my cockpit? This is your wake up call, people. The new track phone wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. The British invasion continues with Chris Carroll and Will West on the starting 11. Brought to you by Benchmark Physical Therapy. It is the starting 11, 991 The Sports Animal, Will West alongside Chris Carroll. We're at point number six right now in the starting 11, and that is the top of the table. All right, Chris, which team outside of the Champions League position has the best chance of gaining a top four spot right now? Well, it's going to be one of, I've got one of four teams. I've got Man United, Spurs. I'm getting a nosebleed at this height of Wol- as a Wolves fan. <laughs> um, and, and Sheffield United, I've still got yes. they're in. Yes, they're, they're still points. in the conversation, yeah. Yeah, there's three teams on 34 points. Um, Man United, Spurs, Wolves, and Sheffield United on 33. So, they, I mean, they, they've got to be in the conversation. To answer your question, I'm going to go with, and this isn't because I'm a Wolves fan. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with, because there's a, they're the most settled team right now, and they've been playing a system that they know. And you generally know what you're going to get with Wolves. You're going to go behind and then, and then uh, you know, have a chance of uh, tying or drawing or, or winning. Um, I'm going to go with Wolves. Yeah, I, I actually will go with the Wolves as well. And it, like, it, Man United seems to be the team that has the, the talent to do it. Yeah. They're a train wreck. Tottenham's a train wreck right now. I don't know what I'm going to get from Tottenham week in, week out. It has helped that Lochesslo's getting more time playing time out there. Um, because, again, of the three goals they've scored in the month of January, two of those were set up by him. So I, I do think that is that is helping just a little bit. Um, but I look at the Wolves, and they're, they're a settled team, it seems like, right? Right. They know what they want to do. They know how to set it up. They've got the pieces in place to get it done. I don't know if I trust in Sheffield United, because you're right, they do keep hanging around, but one portion of that probably is that Man United, Spurs, <laughs> that those teams aren't, doing, aren't, aren't handling their side of the deal, right? Right. But so, I mean, they've only won one of their last five matches. Mm-hmm. Sheffield United has. Yet they're still sitting there with 30 points right, right now tied with these other teams so because of that i i do think that it's it's the wolves or it's no one and chelsea's just going to kind of <laughs> i don't know stumble their way to a champions league spot for next year yeah you may well be right it seems like nobody wants to uh nobody wants to challenge chelsea for that spot jamie vardy uh the dodging a bit of a bullet uh, leicester city was with his injury they'll play mm. saturday against chelsea if there was a team that's most likely to fall out of these top four positions is it chelsea or is it leicester city Chelsea, it is Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, in my opinion, I think it's Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, they're um, they're struggling for. Uh, they need a forward. They're, they're making chances, but they're not putting them away. Yeah, um, which so. is weird because it seemed like the beginning of the season and in the last year, I thought, okay, you know, I, I like what you have in front of the net. I, you don't have anybody wide that can create for you, though. Mm-hmm. Now it seems like they have guys wide who can, who can cross, and, and they can't seem to put it away. Yeah, it's the other way around now, isn't it? I know. Our relegation review is point number seven. It's Norwich, it's Watford, it's Bournemouth. They're in relegation territory right now. You pointed something out to me via text earlier this week, Chris. It's a Bournemouth-Aston Villa matchup coming up this weekend that could help decide some of these relegation positions. It it hit me this with Villa down there and Bournemouth, and I I thought of some um, history and some how times have changed moment. Um, 1981-82, Villa won the European Cup, the Champions League. Yeah. I mean, it's, which seems incredible at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, I know the names change and the structure of the champ, the uh, the uh, competition has changed, but they still play for the same trophy. And it was the champions of each. T- it was it was the champions of each um, country that played for a knockout. They played knockout for for the trophy. So in eighty one eighty two, Aston Villa won that Champions of Europe the same year. Bournemouth were playing in the fourth division, the fourth tier. Wow, fourth yeah, fourth tier of English soccer. Now, what Bournemouth have done is unbelievable that they've gone and other teams have done it but they've not stuck around in the Premier League Bournemouth have, have gone from fourth to third to second to first and we call them the Premier League first first tier of English soccer over the years I mean it's taken a long time 81 82 they were down there and they've not only recently been in the um, in the uh, the Premier League so those two sets of fans that are going gathering on on Saturday they're looking at this completely differently Villa are wanting the the, the high life back 
Villa fans remember when they, they, yeah, they, they it's see a big the, club, right? Yeah. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, massive history. So former European champions, their fans are going, we want that back. What are we doing here? Excuse me, our tattoo tutorial, Chris. Every single week, Chris is going to be able to uh, kind of break down uh, something in soccer, either terminology, from an X's and O's standpoint, something that, from a tactical standpoint that would help you, the soccer fan, kind of have a better understanding of the game. Okay, well, you mentioned earlier on about whether Man United could um, operate the press. So that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about how teams plan on winning the ball back in the, in the attacking third of the field. So if a team loses a ball, the attacking third of the field is the third of the field closest to the goal that they're trying to score into. There's two strategies that teams take these days. The high press is adopted by your fast, skillful, high-energy teams and, and the main, the two really that come to mind, Liverpool and Man City. So when, it, when, a, when a Liverpool or a Manchester City forward loses a ball, they don't all drop back and let the other team have the ball and give them time and have a think about how they're going to play it out. The, the closest forward to the defender who has the ball will press that ball as hard as they can. Now, it's important that everyone behind that forward who's pressing the ball presses up behind him as well. So the midfield will press up, the defence will press up, and, and close the space down between the defence and the midfield. So the whole team are pressing high up the field. So when you win the ball back, you're close to the goal that you're trying to score in with obvious, obvious benefits. So is this one of the reasons we're seeing some teams kind of go to the, using the long ball? So is, is that the way that you attack uh, yes. the high press like this? Well, that's often, if, you, if, you, if the high press is good against you, that's often your only way out. Okay. So you, there's two options there. Yeah, when, when, a, when you look up, and you haven't got a 10 or 15 yard pass to make because everybody else is, everyone's being pressed on your team and you're a defender, you're a left back, right back, whatever, and you, you tighten a corner, you can either drop it back to your goalkeeper or slide it across to your goalkeeper and your goalkeeper won't thank you for that very often. But, <laughs> and, and you see team and, and coaches are encouraging teams to, they're almost obsessed to play it out from the back. And they're doing it to a fault. And, they, actually, they're, and they're giving it to the goalkeeper. Instead, back, instead of the goalkeeper just knocking it forward and getting out of trouble, they're trying to play it out and, and teams getting caught. And that's why Liverpool do the high press, so that they can win the ball back, cause a, cause a, a mistake, and then, and then score a goal because they're close to the goal when they win the ball back. That's Chris Caroline, Will West, starting 11, 99-1, the sports animal. I'm Kaylin Cole, defender at Powell High School and the 0203 girls premier team at Crush. And this is your Match Week Primer. This week's EPL Match Week kicks off with Chelsea heading to King Power Stadium to face Leicester City on Saturday. The teams are third and fourth on the Premier League table. That one starts off at 7.30 on NBC Sports. Elsewhere, it's Liverpool against Southampton at Anfield. Your primetime 12.30 match on NBC is Wolves heading to Old Trafford to take on Manchester United. Sunday, Arsenal heads to Turf Moor to face Burnley at 9 a.m. Man City then hopes to continue their winning ways against Tottenham at Hotspur Stadium at 11.30. To take the latest on Tennessee sports coverage with you anywhere you go, download the Sports Radio WNML app. Powered by Big Kahuna Wings, the wings that changed it all. Looking for children's soccer coaching outside of the club scene? Carroll Sports Academies has been coaching soccer for over 18 years. Their professional coaches keep it fun and build confidence while providing structured classes. Years of experience has helped shape their fun soccer curriculum, which prepares players for competition. Never played before? No problem. Beginners and experienced players are welcome. They truly believe children of any age should receive quality soccer coaching. Check out their website, carolsportsacademies.com. Benchmark Physical Therapy is a leading physical therapy provider dedicated to bringing you back to your best. Benchmark focuses on proven methods, people helping people. Benchmark has more advanced certified clinicians than anyone in the region and outcomes that exceed national standards. Benchmark therapists know the importance of establishing trust with their patients. With over 30 locations in the Knoxville area, we have one close to you, including Harriman, Farragut, Kodak, and North Shore Drive. Visit BenchmarkPT.com for a location near you. Did you hit the snooze and miss any of today's starting lineup? Boy, that was embarrassing, huh? Well, sit tight. We've got you covered. Watching Jay Williams pour out emotion yesterday and him just just letting it all out, talking about a friend and a mentor like Kobe Bryant. But when people say, Tyler, when did you know Kobe had passed away? I'll be like sitting on my couch with my dog and watching Jay Williams just just tears flow from his face. So it's weird with Kobe, right? Because I Kobe was Darth Vader to me. Like I'm a Celtics fan. Of course. So Kobe was Darth Vader. 
he was the bad guy that you kind of just couldn't help but respect, right? Oh, yeah. Like because he he did just shove a dagger in the Celtics' heart so many times, and so just to to see everything that that happened through his career, through um, the, everything with him and Shaq, and then. You know, uh, Pau Gasol comes in, the two different finals against the Celtics. Like, he was that guy. He's the bad guy. And that's how you know somebody's awesome is when you want to hate them, you should hate them. You kind of do hate them, but you kind of do like them at the same time, right? There's just that level of respect that builds. And that's what Kobe Bryant always was to me, was the bad guy. But I, like, like LeBron, I just don't like LeBron. Yeah. Right? I, I have a ton of respect for LeBron as a dad and the things that he does like that and as a man and as a businessman. Um, <clears throat> not a fan. Uh, it, with Kobe, it was different. I hated him when he was on the court, but it was like, man, you got to get the it's like Earnhardt. You got to give the devil his due, you know. And that, that's kind of how I always felt about about Kobe Bryant. And to see everything that came out with the Showtime documentary after the fact and things like that, um, it, it was it, he was a different dude, but it was effective, man. And you couldn't help but respect that, even if you know you weren't a died in the wool Lakers fan. Like Paul Pierce is my favorite basketball player of all time. Yeah. To see him and Kobe, and apparently they, in the summers they used to go to Poly Pavilion and they would run pickup games so that they could guard each other to make each other better. And they would just play against each other all summer long. And to see, and then you know, for them to then go to a couple of different NBA finals and things like that against each other. That dude, you just, I don't care if he was on your team or not, you had to respect it. And he just, you know, the, he just continued to show up and change his role and modify his game and become a different player. And then when you find out what Mamba mentality is and that he literally create, he literally created uh, a multiple personality disorder on purpose so that he could be this way on the floor and this way when he's at home with his family. That is that's crazy, man. But it's all kind of it's awesome at the same time that somebody would say, "Okay, I'm going to strengthen my mental faculties to this point where I could create a separate personality that I become." That's that's crazy, but it's all kind of awesome, crazy. I remember watching that 61 point game he had at MSG. The starting lineup with Tyler Robbins and Will West weekday mornings six to nine on the Sports Animal. Sports Animal. From the pitch to the transfer window, we cover it all on the starting 11. Brought to you by Benchmark Physical Therapy. Final segment of the starting 11, 99-1, the sports animal. Will West, Chris Carroll. Remember, Inside the Cage, our new MMA show with Vince Ferrara coming up directly following this program. We're at uh, topic number nine, point number nine, Chris, and it is always our target, man. Give me the one player you're targeting to have a big weekend this weekend. All right, because of the importance of the game, Leicester Chelsea. I'm looking at Jamie Vardy. Yeah, I think he. I think he needs one. He's gone six Premier League goals without games without a goal. Goodness. Yeah, yeah, it was unusual for him. That is. Um, so, so yeah, he. I think he's uh, he's due one, and, and I think that that, uh, that Chelsea defense. I think he can have a have a go with them, and um, yeah, I'm looking for him to have a have a have a big game. Uh, for me, it's, I'm going to go back to Buyaka Saka from Arsenal against Burnley this weekend. He just keeps making plays. 17, wasn't allowed into the first-team dressing room until after the managerial change. I mean, Pepe is their record-breaking signing that they had this offseason. He has more assists than Pepe does right yeah. now. So he he just keeps earning spots on the field, has worked his way, Gareth Bale, Sal up the left side. He just keeps delivering as well. 22 matches, 22 appearances so far this year, responsible for assisting or scoring on 10 goals. And it, and it's just like he just keeps improving. Let, let's not write off Burnley. Burnley, I know that it seems like Arsenal versus Burnley, that's a mismatch because Arsenal's the big club and maybe Burnley isn't. Mm-hmm. They have the same number of points. They're both sitting at 30 points right now, right? Yeah. So this is one that... Ar- this Good is, game. This is one that feels like one of those that Arsenal blows. And when then we ask ourselves next week on this program, what's wrong with Arsenal yet again? <laughs> but I, I think it, having these young guys, I love what Arsenal look. And I hate to say this, right? But as a Tottenham fan, I should not uh, be excited about anything going on with Arsenal. <laughs> we'll, but, forgive, we'll forgive you. Yeah, I I am excited about the young players that that Arsenal has right now, and maybe what their future can be. Mm-hmm. And I do think the managerial change was exactly what that team needed. Mm-hmm. And man, they have responded since. Yeah, I think it's it, it's funny, isn't it, that Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United all seem in the same sort of same sort of time of their development or putting the putting the puzzle back together again yeah and um they found a little gem there yeah in soccer he's ab- absolutely they wouldn't have counted on him at the start of the yeah, season not at all and no, again he's a bonus he, he's he's 
but he's scoring goals. He's giving them assists, and they and they won't let him into the uh, the, the first team training room <laughs> or uh, dressing room at first. I'll bet he'll remind him of that in a few years. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he will. When it comes to contract time, that's what he'll remind him of <laughs> that's that. That's right. All right, point number 10, Nashville SC calls Atlanta United their natural rivals in a release this week. What is it going to take to make Nashville SC versus Atlanta United stick? Most rivals rivalries are based on geography, aren't they? Because they're just... Well, relatively close, 250 mile away. Yeah. Was that almost a bit less than a four hour drive? Yep. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're the natural rivals. Of course, um, it helps if you've got competitive games to keep that rivalry, uh, keep that rivalry going. A little bit of controversy during a game doesn't, doesn't hurt yeah. as well, you know, to get the, the, get the blood going and, uh, the fans stoked up, which they remember from game to game, you know, so. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a combination of those. Um, I'm looking forward to, I'm really looking forward to having some um, good MLS soccer in this area. So, yeah, hopefully that, that rivalry can just build over the years and, uh, and come into, uh, you know, in, in, in a number of years, it'll be like Liverpool, Man United. Thanks. Uh, yeah, it's just a couple Spurs years away, Arsenal. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, right. Um, it, it's, National SC has to be competitive. Like, that's the big thing, because it seems like Atlanta United, they, they have a very clear direction with what they're doing. They've invested mightily and really seem to prioritize their academy. They can go to make signings, and they, they, they're not afraid of big, big movers, whether mm-hmm. it comes to selling or bringing in a big-time talent. I do think sometimes it's tough for people to work with Joseph Martinez, it seems like, but that guy's so unbelievably exciting one way or the other. Like I, I have once always said, I don't know what it's like to have a methamphetamine addiction, but I know what it's like to watch Joseph Martinez play soccer in Atlanta, and it feels like it's probably somewhat similar. <laughs> uh, but it's it's the National SC has to be competitive because Atlanta United they're going to be in the playoffs every year. Can Nashville get there, and how quickly? Point number eleven, our final point here, Chris. Top matches this weekend. Tottenham against Man City is going to be the big one that's going to be on NBC. Chelsea Leicester City is 7 o'clock. That thing's going to get going, but it's absolutely worth waking up to watch that one. Similar looking matches, both of these two. One one team in the top four, one team trying to get in the top four. A lot riding on them. Yeah, um, it's going to be a, it's, it, it's going to be an exciting um, exciting Saturday morning. Well, I just see Leicester edging this yeah. against Chelsea. Do you like it, Leicester yeah, against yeah. Chelsea here? Yeah, especially if my man Vardy has his, has his game of the week or you know player of the week yeah. game. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Leicester. All right, so you, when you look at this Tata Man City match. Oh, I'm sitting close to you. I don't want to upset you, mate. But I think, <laughs> uh, 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 I've accepted uh, my favorite. <laughs> I've got to go with Man City, yeah. I'm afraid. Yeah. I, I, I hope Tottenham. I like Tottenham. I like Spurs. Yeah. Traditionally, I like Spurs. This feels Spurs. like 3-1. This I is like what this feels like to me. If I'm just saying, what, what does the score feel like for this game heading into it? It feels like 3-1 Man City, something like that. Yeah, it seems like they're getting the mojo back a little bit, Man City. Yeah. Now, and I, and I, think, uh, I think Man City are going to going to edge it i also see you know i'm watching the the last match and i see Aurier yelling at hugo loris about what he's not doing and i'm like are you kidding really 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 one guy's won a world cup and you've you have no business being on this roster for the most part right so uh i just don't think that the personalities are working out yet with uh with tottenham but uh and and man city really seems to have figured it out i think getting healthy probably was an enormous portion of that want to hit on one more thing with you before we go and that's the, the the big talk this week on talk sport FA Cup and what the FA Cup means because Jurgen Klopp has said, uh, yeah, we're not going to play FA Cup matches. When you do them during winter break, I'm not going to even send my first team. We're not going to be in the building. Do you have a problem with that being the case? Is it disrespecting the FA Cup by doing that? I don't think it is, really. No. I um, I think a coach has every right to, to, to play whatever team he wants to put out for the for the good of his club. and and it, it, It's not 20, 30 years ago now, where the FA Cup held, you know, was was held in such high esteem by all the by all the clubs. Priorities have changed, understandably, because of the money that, that that's involved. Um, and so, no, I, I think I think Klopp is every right to to pick and choose who he wants to who he wants to uh, to play on his team. Yeah. Also, again, you've mentioned this before, and it just the amount of money that's the differential between what you make winning the Premier League versus what you earn winning the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. There's reason Millions. for that. Also, I mean, if you look at it, I think I, I heard earlier Watford played because of the different cup ties and then uh, playing playing in the Premier League. They played on the 18th, the 21st, and the 23rd. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. I mean, that is, that, that, I mean it is crazy. Yeah, it's it, unreasonable. It, yes, it, it really is. So you can see why you put the put the young guys in. Yeah, and then but then we don't get to the final until March. Yeah. So I mean, why, can you not spread this out a little, just a uh, little bit? I know, I know. Or or don't have replays anymore. If they're yeah. looking to ease the situation, don't have replays. Go extra time and yeah. straight to penalties. penalties. Yeah. Yeah. What that does though, it hurts the it hurts the smaller teams, the minnows who aren't in the Premier League. 
and then they they get to, for them to get a replay at Old Trafford or White Hart Lane or wherever. You know, it's it it, it bails them out. It, yeah, it, it's money for them to help them survive for another season. Yeah. So you, you're punishing the uh, you're punishing the young guys there. So they've got to come up with something though that doesn't punish the uh, the, the the smaller guys, the smaller teams, uh, and helps helps these teams with the with with the, the jam packed uh, schedules. Yeah, it's, it's just incredible when we get to this portion of what was supposed to be the kind of a winter break ends up being you're just playing <laughs> cup matches over and over and over yeah. again. You know, three a week sometimes it's too much. The schedule's just just absolutely too much. Chris Carroll, fantastic job with our first foray into the uh, radio side with the uh, starting 11 this week. Thank you very much, sir. Cheers, Will. Thanks yeah. very much. And remember, next week, 7 p.m., we will be back. Will West, Chris Carroll, starting 11, 99.1, the sports animal. Hey, race fans, this Friday afternoon from 4 until 6, get to Toyota Knoxville and meet Knoxville's local racing champion, Chad Fincham. The Knoxville native and motorsports champion 2009 Spirit of a Legend Award winner will be signing autographs. Chad Fincham, this Friday at Toyota Knoxville Parkside Drive. Heather here for my dentist, Dr. Donnie Dean with Dean Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Donnie Dean has brought my smile to a whole new level. He worked with me every visit to redesign my smile. We changed the shape, whitened my teeth, and now I have more confidence in my smile, and he has me smiling more and happy to show off his work. Let Dr. Donnie Dean and his great staff improve your smile and give you that feeling of always wanting to smile. Make my dentist your dentist with Dean Cosmetic Dentistry, 539-1119, or visit DeanCosmeticDentistry.com CBD Plus USA has taken over Maryville with a new location to serve you. Stop by and visit us today at our new location now open near the corner of US 411 and Fairview Drive. CBD Plus USA is America's choice for safe, natural relief. Our high quality, organic CBD products are backed by a 100% money back guarantee. Plus, first time customers can get a 500 milligram bottle of 100% active CBD for just $19.99. CBD Plus USA Live your best life. The employees of Denso Manufacturing in Maryville and Athens, Tennessee are proud to support the Vols. Denso is a global automotive supplier who is crafting the core components for the cars you drive every day. They take pride in knowing their neighbors count on them for safe, quality transportation. Denso currently has openings in production, logistics, skilled trades, leadership, and professional roles. Explore their opportunities and start your career with Denso at DensoCareers.com slash Tennessee. That's D-E-N-S-O Careers.com slash Tennessee. Go big orange at east tennessee children's hospital when we say child life specialist it means they make hospitals less scary when we say we have the most skilled pediatricians it means he explains things so i can understand and when we say east tennessee children's hospital is one of only 46 freestanding children's hospitals in the whole country it means it's a place all about me get to know east tennessee children's hospital now for those unpredictable moments down the road east tennessee children's hospital we get kids Learn more at etch.com. Hey, I'm Will West here with Andrew Henderson from Fitness Together Knoxville. The biggest thing that people bring up to me when they go and train at Fitness Together is the way you guys help them with their nutrition as well. Will, you're right. Our Nutrition Together program teaches people the right way to eat so they lose weight without putting it back on. And Andrew, right now you're offering a great deal for the listeners. Absolutely. Come in, try it. There's a complimentary trial session and consultation. If you like it, we'll take $100 off your three-month Jumpstart program. KnoxFT.com. KnoxFT.com for fitness together. It's Fox Toyota's last chance clearance event. Get big discounts and low rates on all remaining 2019s. If you've been thinking about a new RAV4, Highlander, or Tacoma, now is a great time to buy. Visit Fox Toyota in Clinton for special last chance offers during the last chance clearance event. Just off I-75, exit 122, only 20 minutes from downtown Knoxville. Visit online at foxtoyotaclinton.com. Master Remodelers is a full-service remodeling company from the first consultation through design, the pre-construction meeting, and constant communication. You can expect a smooth project from the very beginning. Call 458-0416 or online at remodelingknoxville.com.